The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. Welcome, everyone. This is Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Reverend Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. I'm Wayne Shepherd, and we're so honored today to pay attention and give some support to our caregivers in our lives. Caregivers are vital and important, Wayne, and we need to understand some of the dynamics of how to support them so that they can ultimately take care of the folks that they're taking care of. We're going to hear from our friend Al Pert on the program in just a few minutes, but let's uh, let's turn to Scripture for a thought about this. Our spiritual nugget for today is found, again, in Luke 12th chapter, verse 22, and it says, He said unto his disciples, Therefore I say unto you, Take no thought for your life, what you shall eat, neither for the body of what you shall put on. The life is more than meat, and the body is more than raiment. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap, which neither have storehouse nor barn, and God feedeth them. How much more are you better than the fowls? And which of you, taking any thought, can add any stature to you? With that being said, Wayne, have you ever thought about this? And I want to throw this out and set our frame, our conversation for today. Okay. How many of us have ever thought about attempting to do something good for others potentially may also be harmful to us? Hmm. So we're going to talk about how to balance doing good for others where it doesn't ultimately do harm to us as well. Boy, I look forward to this program here today. I know it's going to be a big help to a lot of people who have tuned in. In addition to listening, there's one more thing I would ask you to do, and that is go to our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com, because you can download free right now something called Caring for Caregivers, which fits right into our conversation today. So look for this free download online at healthhopeandinspiration.com. We'll get to know our guest coming up as we salute caregivers today on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Stay with us. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease, evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic medicine, along with pastoral care to help maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits. 
I'm so glad you've tuned in today for Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Reverend Percy McRae. Percy will introduce our guest to us in just a moment. But a reminder, we have a free resource available for you called Caring for Caregivers. You can download it right now at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Percy? Well, with me today is Mr. Al Pert. And you're going to be engaged to hear from Al today because we spoke to his wife previously, who was a three-time breast cancer uh, survivor. Al was the caregiver for Dee and her successful journey as she is now thriving and surviving. But we want to talk to Al today about being a caregiver, the art of caregiving, uh, in some cases, the struggles of being a caregiver and things that maybe some of you may have never heard about uh, being a caregiver. So today, welcome to the show, Mr. Al Pert, who is also a volunteer co-leader at the Cancer Support Group at Willow Creek Church. Thanks for being here today, my friend. Thank you for inviting me, Reverend McCray. Well, it's it's a privilege and a joy. You and I and, and Dee, we got together oh, about a month or so ago and had dinner, and we talked about, listen, I want to have you guys come on the show. We've known each other now for many, many years and have engaged and worked with each other in the cancer community and supporting cancer patients. And so I think that you're going to have a lot of very pertinent and relevant information to share today. Let's talk about caregiving. Let's talk about being a caregiver. You have supported your wife, Dee, through three different bouts of breast cancer. Is that correct? That is correct. And she's now uh, a survivor as of 2014, doing well, uh, living life to the fullest, as I understand it. But many may not understand or know that there was somebody behind the scenes morning, noon and night that was helping, supporting, in some cases, maybe even propping her up. Let's talk about your role of being a caregiver from your perspective. What are some of the primary dynamics of being a caregiver that people should understand that you have walked through? Help us to understand being a caregiver a little bit. A caregiver's uh, journey is something that you just can never be prepared for. Okay. And I think what we share is the shock of a loved one's diagnosis Mm -hmm. with cancer, Mm -hmm. dealing with the initial overwhelming fear Uh, as our own emotional response to it and the anxiety and the worry. Then we transition to, oh, my goodness, I'm going to have to support my wife in some way or form while I'm dealing with my own personal anxieties and fears and and. And troubles. So let's talk about that because, again, you, you outlined about four or five key things, shock, fear, anxiety, worry. That's, that's, that's some of the potential immediate reaction and feeling as a caregiver. But the key thing that you stated is, and I want to dig into that, is now I've got to work through my own dynamics that, that's not even related to the patient that you're experiencing, that you're feeling. I want to talk about that. Let's share some of that. And again, feel free to be as open and honest uh, that you are comfortable with. What were some of the things that you specifically and personally dealt with that no one else probably knew but you? My wife and I are believers. and Praise God. We are grounded in the faith. When you hear the words that your wife has cancer, I had to deal with that faith being shaken. Okay. Uh, I had to deal with uh, some doubts uh, about why God was taking us along this path 
And I had to really decide that how can I deal with this and still be encouraging to my wife? What? Pump your brakes. As a believer, your faith was shaken. You had some doubts. Of course you did. And again, I'm being facetious because I think so many people who are walking the faith journey sometimes have to come to terms with that and feel like when they do, somehow God is uh, upset or surprised by that. But the fact of the matter is he isn't. You've been there. You've done that. How did you work through that? How did you process through that, my friend? Well, uh, the main go-to processing of that was when I was alone, uh, away from D. Okay. Uh, just dealing with my own personal stress level and anxiety and fear because I had to put on a, a hopeful face to her, uh, an encouraging face, a caregiver's face. Which is what caregivers do. That's right. But at the same time, um, sitting in my office, tears coming down my face True. at times, uh, I had to figure out, you know, wrestle with God on what was going on with with me and my journey. Why me? Why my wife? Why now? Exactly. So, so stay there. Don't, I don't want to lose you here. I don't want you to get lost here with that. How, what did you do specifically? Did you exercise? Did you go talk to someone? How did you, how did you process through that? You, was there some mechanism that you utilized to work through those emotions? I'll tell you one situation that made a tremendous difference in knowing that God heard me okay and god was with me and god wanted me to know that he's in control and i just remember sitting in my office one time and uh in this state of overwhelming fear and anxiety and i just decided that i was going to see if i could find a scripture that could uh speak to me uh and the emotions that i was going through really on a random basis I opened up the Bible to Luke 12, uh, verse 22 through 26. And this scripture carried me through a transformational uh, experience in, in being a caregiver alone and being a caregiver around my family and my wife. And the scripture basically is uh, God saying to me, do not worry about your life. And I just uh, inserted my wife's life into that, sure. what you would eat uh, or about your body and how much more valuable you are to birds. And I'm paraphrasing here. Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? Since you cannot do this very thing, why do you worry about uh, the rest? And I just really felt God really talking to me that, hey, worrying is not going to change things that impacts how long I have determined your wife is going to be around. And I just felt that that was a key transformation point in, in terms of me saying, okay, God is in control, worrying and stress and, and those emotions are not something that I'm going to carry on. So that specifically, and that's a very powerful scripture, and it's a great scripture for any and all of us who are working through stress and anxiety and, and what's going to happen tomorrow. Tomorrow's not promised to any of us. My mom used to tell me that growing up as a kid. Uh, and so we have today, and today is all that we can really exactly. uh, work with. And, of course, you said among many other things that you may have done, again, I, I would hope and imagine, you know, some sort of 
outlet, you know, whether it was, you know, relieving yourself and go take a walk or uh, exercising and et cetera, et cetera, because many caregivers uh, don't take good care of their physical well-being while being a caregiver. So uh, you incorporated a lot of different mechanisms, but at the core of that was was leaning on that scripture. My question to you at this point is, did you at all speak to anyone or share with anyone outside of, you know, well, anyone in general about how you were feeling? Did you express that to anyone, including D? Did you share those thoughts with anyone that you were feeling the way that you felt? Later on, I had a connection with another friend of mine. Okay. Whose wife was a cancer survivor like D. Okay. And I remember uh, the conversation with him validating uh, the experience that I had as a caregiver in the sense that he was equally overwhelmed, stressed, blindsided by his wife's uh, cancer experience to the point where he couldn't get out of bed in the morning. Okay. To the point where he sat in a parking lot and just cried. Yeah. Then someone walking by, this was in the church parking lot, someone walking by came by and noticed the isolation that he was in and the state was he in. And he rolled down the window and shared with them what he had just learned about his wife's diagnosis. And it ended up they invited him to a cancer support meeting. Wow. And I met him eventually through that cancer support meeting, and that validated uh, that, hey, this is a journey that men go through, and it's not something to be ashamed of. It was important and beneficial that you were able to express and share with someone what you were feeling that potentially also empowered you around uh, the potential uh, of purpose of supporting other cancer patients and being a part of a process of cancer support ministry in local churches. If you can give me in 30 seconds or less, how important is it to you to have a cancer care ministry inside of a local church where people can talk to each other and hear from each other and see others who are walking the path that they are walking? I think it's extremely important um, for a caregiver uh, in addition to a cancer a survivor. Most people want to be around others who understand what they're going through. Uh And I think a cancer support ministry uh, is so different uh, in the sense that you are around other people who are stricken by cancer, but you also share the, the hope and the inspiration of surviving it. Most people want to be heard and listened to. It gives you an opportunity to to have uh, a community that understands and lets you know that whatever you're going through is is valued and you don't have to walk alone in that. Okay, my friend, I have one last question of you, and that is, are there any takeaways, you know, maybe one or two things that you can share with the audience about the art, the style, the need, and the importance of being a caregiver? I think two areas that I've learned being as a caregiver for my wife, Dee, was that it is really a ripple effect that affects uh, sadness and stress to your entire family, uh, friends, and even your children at home. Um, And if you're working, 
it, it's a ripple effect into the workplace uh, with coworkers. Mm-hmm. We found out in our cancer support group to label caregivers in a different connotation as co-survivors. Because oh. a lot of times you are experiencing almost the same emotional, social, and psychological effects as the cancer survivor. Absolutely. The other shocking piece of information that I learned about as a husband and a caregiver, in an article that I read, and according to NBC News, who cited a study by Huntsman and Stanford University School of Medicine, that a husband is six times more likely to leave after his wife receives a cancer diagnosis. This was a complete shock to me, but there's another side of how men have responded to their wife's diagnosis, and that other side was what happened to me. Uh, It strengthened my relationship with my wife. It strengthened my faith and going to the scriptures when I needed it. And I learned to lean on God and lean on God to the point of remembering my vows yes. until death do we part. Yes, That carried me through a point where it made me know that being a caregiver made me feel that I know that there was a purpose in this experience to show how much I cared for my wife. Those are the two things that that were impactful to me as a caregiver to put some purpose around it and to deepen my faith and deepen my strength and perseverance during that journey. Al, thank you so much for sharing very important insights that I'm sure many people are not aware of. Again, Al Pert, a cancer caregiver of a three-time breast cancer survivor and thriver. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you, Reverend McCray. I so admire Al Pert. Percy, thank you for bringing that conversation to us today. We'll continue this program. It's called Health, Hope, and Inspiration, and we'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease, evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic medicine, along with pastoral care to help maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits. 
At Cancer Treatment Centers of America, spiritual support is provided as desired by the patient. Once again, I'm Wayne Shepherd with Reverend Percy McRae talking about caregiving today. And uh, boy, we learned a lot from our guest. We did. We started the show by asking the question, is it possible, Wayne, to do good for others that potentially can do harm to you. We need to keep it in balance, don't we? And so with that, the answer to the question is yes, if we are not properly equipped and prepared to balance the care that we're giving or doing good for others so that we ultimately are not harming ourselves. And that's exactly what the discussion was about today, about caring for caregivers. You know, when you listen to someone, and Al expressed it so well today, when you listen to them, you, I mean, you don't really understand all that goes into it. I mean, there's a lot of thankless work, isn't there? There is a lot of thankless work. Number one, a couple of things that Al helped us to understand. No one is ever really prepared for being a caregiver under the circumstances that in his particular case, his wife was a three-time cancer patient. He simply did not have any pre-coaching or classes or an orientation. And this is truly the case for most people. You're not really equipped to be a caregiver. You're kind of learning on the fly. And as a result of that, we are now bringing awareness to the fact that there are some things for people to understand and and what to look for and to be mindful of when you are supporting a caregiver who is supporting someone who's dealing with sickness and disease. Yeah, again, I, I so admire uh, folks who are in that position. Sometimes it uh, is draining. Uh, you've you've hinted at that with your with your question to us today. We ha- we have to take care of ourselves too. Well, he he made mention of the fact for him initially there was shock, there was fear, there was anxiety and worry, and he had to figure out a way to manage that because without managing that, that then becomes a negative dynamic for him mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. How many people are not really handling their shock, their fear, their anxiety, and their worry? So they're just holding on to that and they're not properly uh, supporting themselves, they're not properly eating, they're not resting, etc., etc., that then becomes a detriment to the caregiver at sure. that point. And so many of us could be caregivers to the caregivers, in a, in a sense. We can give them a break once in a while. And that's exactly what we're talking about here. We're now trying to rally individuals who are listening to this show to learn how to be an effective caregiver to a caregiver so that they can become an effective caregiver. Right. It's so so very uh, important. We can uh, help them socially. We can help them get a little exercise maybe once in a while when you're sitting by the bedside or so caught up in meeting the physical needs of the patient. Uh, they, they need that. Well, we also can help them to celebrate. Again, one of the things that uh, Al brought to our attention that I thought was a great a way of reframing what a caregiver is, is calling them co-survivors. See, along with the patient, when there are good things that are happening to the patient, there are good things happening to the caregiver. So they're, they're co-partners. So again, we need to also incorporate uh, different elements and aspects of things that we're responding to verbally, uh, how we react to the situation, because that's not only happening to the patient that is also happening along with the caregiver as well and we need to acknowledge them we need to support them we need to um, recognize the effort the energy the work the commitment the time and they need to be celebrated along with the patient you know i was looking at the resource we're offering to anyone who's listening right now who goes to our website health hope and inspiration.com but i was looking at this uh, this resource caring for caregivers and one of the ideas is to help the caregiver get to church. Many times, you know, church isn't possible because they're, again, they're taking care of that person they care so much about 
And uh, maybe we can help them in that regard. Well, again, it could be it could be physical, it can be mental, it can be emotional. How about the fact that the caregiver is just so physically worn out and exhausted? So again, yeah. offering to pick them up, drive them, et cetera, et cetera. Very practical things, but thinking about the caregiver along with the patient. All right, take us back to that scripture and just comment again as we close things out. Yep, our spiritual nugget, Luke 12, verse 22, basically tells us, and he said unto his disciples, and Al actually uh, quoted this scripture and paraphrased it, therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life what ye shall eat, neither for the body what ye shall put on. The life is more than the meat, and the body is more than raiment. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor they reap, which neither have storehouse nor barn, and God feedeth them. How much more are you better than the fowls? God is going to take care of caregivers, but part of the mechanism of how God will take care of caregivers is through those who will care for caregivers while they're caring for others. Please go to our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com, and download this free resource, Caring for Caregivers. You can do that right now. And thanks for listening. Percy, we'll see you next week. Take care. God bless. You've been listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Hope and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease, evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic medicine, along with pastoral care to help maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits.